we have covered major traffic accidents caused by the weather before on this podcast. There was the January 9th titled Deadly Michigan Pileup. Then on December 8th, it was titled Pennsylvania Pileup. And of course, there was the November 19th story called Terror on the Trans-Canada. Hi, I'm Chris May, host of This Day in Weather History, a podcast from the Weather Network in Canada. And if by chance you missed any of those episodes that I just mentioned, I gave you the dates. You can easily go back into the archives and give them a listen. Believe me, it'll be totally worth your while. For this one, however, there were close to 200 vehicles that were involved in this massive road accident on a windswept stretch of Highway 15. This day in weather history. Then the chaos of crashing cars began colliding soon after noon in La Prairie. Whiteouts were the cause. Strong winds had blown off the St. Lawrence River, shutting down all visibility for the drivers. It didn't matter that the weather was clear and the highway had recently been cleared of snow, according to Quebec Transport Minister Francois Bonnardel. When gusts of wind come sweeping up and over a snowpack, it can still cause whiteout conditions in the area without any new snow falling anywhere. Hey, just a reminder that today's episode is accompanied by a podcast video short. You can watch this two-minute version of today's story on television on the Weather Network in Canada or online anytime and anywhere you are at theweathernetwork.com forward slash weatherhistory. They're shot right here in my podcast recording studio and include photos and video from when this traffic tangle occurred and what it all looked like during and after it all happened. Right after you listen to the rest of this episode, be sure to check that out, the podcast video short. This motor vehicle melee shut down a kilometer stretch of Highway 15 on Montreal's South Shore, prompting a major emergency intervention. Firefighters had to use hydraulic cutters, or jaws of life, to try and free people from at least nine vehicles. First responders had been trying all afternoon to safely remove two seriously injured people from a vehicle, but at the same time, an oil tanker truck had ruptured, spilling diesel onto the road, hindering the emergency crew's efforts to access the two people. And sadly, and despite all efforts, those people died. Ambulances were rushing dozens of people away from the scene, prompting three local hospitals to declare their own version of a state of emergency as they received this sudden influx of patients. Meanwhile, shuttle buses transported about 150 people away from the accident to a nearby community center where health officials continued to evaluate them. Some received light care and others were released after observation, but still, they were sending some to the hospital. Of the 200 vehicles involved, 50 were able to drive away on their own, but many of the cars were simply and totally destroyed. A dozen large trucks and a school bus whose passengers were uninjured were also among the vehicles involved. Hey, wait a minute, a school bus? Now this is already starting to sound like the Pennsylvania pileup all over again. So, how did this get this bad? Whiteouts are understandable, but there were several witnesses reporting that cars were still traveling along at about 100 kilometers per hour at the time of the crash. One eyewitness who was in the crash said, and I quote, As I was driving along going about 90 to 100, all I saw was red lights, brake lights, cars just hitting each other, trying to swerve out of the way. I tried to do the same myself, but I got hit by another bus and then I smacked into the retaining wall. The even sadder part? The pileup was actually the second major road accident on the South Shore within only two days. In the previous disaster, more than a dozen cars smashed into each other. In that, many suffered just minor injuries. And what caused that one? You guessed it, whiteout conditions caused by sudden high winds over a snowbound land along a stretch of Highway 10 and Marieville. 
big accident, but a whitest shade of pale when compared to the next day's 200-car pileup from this day in weather history. Tomorrow is February 20th, and we wanted to take a day out on the calendar to tip a cap to the 1988 Winter Games, commonly known as Calgary 88. They were held from February 13th through the 28th back in 1988, and mainly in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. They will be remembered for the warm temperatures. One standout day was when on February 26th, two or three days before the end of the games, Miami, Florida reported a daytime high temperature of 19.4 degrees, which unfortunately was not much more than the home of these ongoing International Winter Games, who was sitting at a daytime high in Calgary of 18.1 degrees Celsius. Somebody in the organizing committee was likely melting down as much as the ski slopes and the outdoor ice surfaces. We'll find out who tomorrow on this day in weather history with me, your host, Chris May.